0: Hello and welcome back to the Perth to Paisley podcast, episode number 153, where Hearts progressed to the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup with a surprisingly comfortable win in Ayrshire. As ever, I am Daniel McIver, joined by Adam Kennedy. Adam, how are you doing? I know, by the way, I know they're not in Ayrshire. I saw your face there. My brain just went, there, that sounds like it's from Ayrshire. I know they're not, but fuck it. You are.
1: How are you, <laughs> <laughs> yes, temporarily from your show, yeah, I'm. Yeah. Uh, I'm all right, mate, I'm a lot better now, knowing that I'm not gonna have to fork out for an atlas for your birthday. um glad to see that you yeah yeah i I'm glad that you've amended your error um yeah, good, really good, really enjoyed the hearts game on Sunday it's uh. Yeah, it's quite a novelty for me to get to Hearts these days. I'm a bit of a, a part-time prick, but um, it was... Uh, I yeah, didn't was... know what to say it, but if you're saying that it, it's funny. <laughs> but oh, it was good fun. Really, really good day out. Um, I actually thought that their setup was pretty good. I mean, not Airdrie itself, but the stadium was yeah. quite nice. Um looked like a good park. There lots of away fans. And yeah, a really, really fun day watching my team. What, what about yourself?
0: Yeah, pretty much the same. I did think there was issues with ton styles because there was like two for the entire stand.
1: Well, I I travelled in on the Royal Hearts bus from Pennycook, and then see trying to get out of the car park like after the game, I was like, Jesus, wet. And one stand for like pies and that for a What is that all about?
0: So I didn't end up going because I heard about the queue, but I was there with my my dad, my my brother, and my dad's mate, and he was away. He left and like. The 30th minute and came back in about the 55th. <laughs> he oh, waited that long, to get on, I, I was the
1: exact same. I literally got to the stage where I was like, because I'd obviously I had a couple, and I was like, there is no way I am like waiting till such a time to then piss off after it. I was like, yeah. I, I, I'm stubborn enough. I've seen this.
0: You've committed.
1: I, yeah, fully to the cause. Ended up getting two pies, which were bang average at best, but I saw it out
0: that makes it even funnier to be honest it would be (laughs) less funny if they were good but thanks we'll get to all of that our experience in Airdrie but first of all we're going to go around the grounds because obviously there was all the other games considering we were last we were the last game of the round so the first game of the round exactly exactly it that is actually true considering Uh, the score oh eh? my god Uh, and particularly the Friday night game oh my goodness so the friday night game conjured up the only real cup shock or maybe we'll get to one in a minute that is surprising <laughs> for the other way Um as Greenock morton ended up not coasting past motherwell but getting pa- with the help of liam kelly he getting did. past motherwell eh, to progress as the only cup shock we then move into saturday aberdeen massively struggled to get past the mighty Bonnie rose at pataudry Hibbs saw off Inverness in the Highlands. Kamarnik very easily saw across Cove Rangers. Maybe the other shock technically is that Livingston progressed <laughs> over <laughs> Partick Thistle after extra time. And then Rangers beat Scott Browns, Air United, before we get to the Sunday games. Celtic managed to get through in normal time against St Mirren, winning 2-0. And then we'll get to our game. What did you make of all the other games in the Scottish Cup?
1: Um, wasn't overly surprised with Morton beating Motherwell, what I was surprised with uh, was how poor Motherwell were Mm -hmm. and there's absolutely no reason why we cannot comfortably beat them this weekend they were abysmal Um, I really wish that their fans would stop comparing Liam Kelly to Xander Clark or Craig (coughs) Gordon for that matter, he's absolutely nowhere near either of them Um, two of frankly the worst goals I think I've seen all season in this game, um, sandwiched by a lovely George Oakley goal. Yeah. Um, in terms of other games, surprised that Livingston actually won. Obviously, yeah. David Martindale was just desperate for cash, and has decided to put all his eggs in the Scottish Cup basket. Now he'll get a payday with the, their draw in the next round. Uh, disappointed that Jamie Carragher left the Highlands. Disappointed as his laddies team were. ...routinely dispatched by Hibernian in the end... Um, ...Rangers beating air, nobody cares about that... Uh, ...Celtic, yeah, annoying that they got through... Um, ...try to think of... Try to think of And then you've two.
0: just got Aberdeen... Aberdeen
1: like, yeah, and Killy Cove... ...I mean, oh, yeah, they Cove. were two absolute certainties, weren't they... Um, so ...the
0: crazy stat, though, is that... Bonnyrigg Rose had more possession... The same amount of shots, more shots on target and more corners at Potautry than Aberdeen. Jesus.
1: I mean, I did hear uh, Warnock say that he wasn't overly enamoured by the performance. Um, We've not got Aberdeen to play again in the league this season, have we? Unless they finish top six. Am I right in saying that?
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Yeah. you're right.
1: Could be a bonus um, because that could get football stopped potentially. Um, But yeah, I'm not really... Not really blown away by the cup to be honest I I mean even Morton beat Motherwell I tipped it last week but in extra time rather than in the 90 I just could not believe how poor Motherwell were
0: yeah cue them getting a big confidence inspiring win when this podcast goes out
1: (laughs) the the second of two time castle victories this season no doubt yeah
0: exactly but that then set us up for some reason before our game the cup draw
1: no, I'm gonna I'm gonna retract my statement. This this is a great idea. I'm all for this. Absolutely it, all for this.
0: Is it purely because it gave us a big confidence boost going into this game? Two reasons.
1: There is that, and I I do believe that had we not, like had we got Rangers at Ibrox or Celtic at Parkhead, I do think it would have been a lot more flat. The fact that we well, could have we set up.
0: The tie if with Morten, the draw, if the draw had been done after the game. The balls would have been moved about because obviously, Airdrie was first, yeah, that, so we would have got away at Parkhead. Point. That was yeah. going to be my second
1: point. I'm delighted that it took place when it did. Like yeah. that is brilliant. Alphabetically, we've just bumped up a couple of places. Catch yeah. you after, yeah. um, and now it's set up a tie to a ground that we, would. I don't think you or I could ever possibly have been at, given the rarity of it. I think. With, I think the last fans. game was in was
0: um, 1992 or something.
1: Something like that so that'll be good I love going to Capelo because I, I, I have been I've, I went in the home end earlier on this season I was shooting some stuff for my dissertation uh, so I took in uh, Green Morton versus Stranraer in the League Cup <laughs> and I, I was sat there had a look at the iconic crane to the left hand side in the backdrop magnificent love it um, great ground so I'm buzzing to go and watch Hearts there uh, given that we couldn't in the championship season and yeah, I'm never going to complain about the timing of a draw ever again, because that couldn't have worked out any better with regards yeah. to being that second ball and the performance that then ensued from discovering our potential fate.
0: I think it'll be a nightmare getting tickets, because didn't they give Motherwell like 2,000 or something? Yeah, that that might be the only
1: hiccup. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but we'll, fuck we'll fuck try it. our dandest.
0: Yeah, we'll try. Uh, the rest of the draw was Aberdeen at home at Kilmarnock, Celtic at home at Livingston and Hibernian at home against Rangers.
1: <laughs> ah, thank <laughs> you, the footballing gods, for once they are looking down upon us. Brilliant. That, that couldn't have gone any better.
0: Yeah. Actually, no, like? that's not true. Celtic could have got Aberdeen. Because I, I, then, I would, if we got through uh-huh. if we got through Rangers and Celtic win as you expect then we're almost guaranteed to get Europe with third. Because Aberdeen oh, are still I see there. I what you're saying. In terms of Aberdeen are the, yeah, still yeah, there where if the they win the Scottish Cup it yeah, takes yeah, yeah. away us, our group stages. And it was would was just be say, the most if... us thing ever for Aberdeen to be finished ninth but <laughs> win the Scottish Cup and get group stage football as a result of it. Because I was going to say that like
1: Aberdeen versus Kelly eliminates somebody that could potentially win it Celtic mm-hmm. Celtic and Rangers like they're two of the biggest buys that they possibly ever could get yeah. I, th- I think the only tie that's really tricky to call and I can't believe I'm saying this ahead of oh, like this is bound to go wrong the only one that's really tricky to call is Aberdeen Kelly the rest you'd expect the top three to all get through you'd expect
0: <laughs> but that's a key word in yeah. that because
1: <laughs> we exist
0: and... yeah well that's that's very true it's been going too well um, as well yes exactly to... so we knew ahead of time was watching it on everybody's phones as they were waiting for the game that we were going to be playing Morton if we were able to get past Reese McCabe's Airdrie so the big call from this game was that Craig Gordon as many predicted returned to the starting lineup very much seems to be the cup goalie which is interesting
1: nearly as interesting as the fact that he didn't take back the armband
0: but i think that's because didn't shanklin get officially made captain at the start of this season oh did he yeah because gordon was captain against spartans but shanklin didn't play oh i must have missed that carry on I th- that might not be true I, don't, I, don't I, know. I think at the time when i saw it i was like well oh, that's a bit weird and then said to myself. Oh no! I think that's already been a thing. Maybe. I might be wrong. Uh, so if, I'm, people, I'm gonna, if it is I'm weird, bow, then that's I'm fair. Bow to your superior knowledge, Mister MacIver. The period is one way of saying it. So we <laughs> lined up um, in a four-two-three-one as we have been recently. Craig Gordon was in goals, but as I was going to say, the big shock was that Frankie Kent was dropped for the first time this season. Don't mind which. Raised a lot of eyebrows, considering the fact that we were playing on a plastic pitch. Now, I will see. You mentioned yeah. it earlier. Yeah. That is so clearly the best plastic pitch in the country, I think. Yeah, Stenhouse-Muir have a really good one. Really Wraith good. have a really good one. See if that's the quality of plastic pitches. I'd be fine if they were in the yeah. top flight. Not killy and Livingston's, which are just I an was concrete. Yeah, it was great. Surface, so, it yeah, really it was great. Um, so, yeah, lined up with a back four of Cochrane, Kingsley, Halkett and Lembekisa. Benny and Neuenhoff kept their place as the two with Kenny Vargas, Alan Forrest and George Grant in behind Lawrence Shankland. We were obviously speaking to each other via WhatsApp and we both kind of raised the point of, should we be playing Craig Halkett on this admittedly good plastic pitch? Yeah,
1: for all I'm singing the uh, the Turf's praises, um, the decision to start Craig Halkett on one of them, I just, I can't fathom. I'm more than happy to give Frankie Kent a rest because he is by far and away our best centre-half. That's just an absolute non-negotiable for me now. Um, Nice to see Halkett back, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But given the track record, given his injury history, I just wonder, was this really necessary?
0: Yeah, that's very fair. Because
1: I don't think that it was. And listen, now it's come out that I don't think he's out for too long, is he? So...
0: That's... yeah we, he went for a scan and they don't think it's as serious as they right. perhaps feared so that's
1: that's okay that, like I could take a crumb of comfort from that but again like it's just it's just do you deem it enough of a risk to put to throw oh, put him in there um, yeah. because to me like would did we really need Craig Halkett like for the second goal we did but yeah <laughs> aside from that I think we could have got away with somebody else like Toby Zivik
0: or whoever well I was just about to mention the other big talking point from the team sheet was that both Kai Rolls and Natty Atkinson were back on the bench you could have started Kai Rolls
1: yeah yeah okay. but Mark, then again he- if you've just come back from an international tournament and your first game back is Airdrie I mean Kai Rolls would be beside himself I'd be beside yeah, myself fair. for him
0: yeah because that, that come down would hit hard <laughs> massively but hell. You will know, so, moving to the game, and I will be honest, would never speak ill of Hartman highlights. However, I feel like they've done a slight disservice to Airdrie. Because wow, the, really? first, the first highlight is just the goal. However, the opening six minutes, Airdrie did get three corners and were pushing forward, and they were all on that left-hand side. And we said it last week, you could tell even from that 90 minutes where yes, listen, they were well beaten you could tell though they're a good championship side and that there's a reason they are where they are kind of thing
1: I, I'm i looking at this in a different way I think they're a really good footballing side mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this was to their detriment against us though
0: yeah, definitely. That's why I think Morton will actually be a harder challenge because Morton will make it stuffy, yeah. physical They'll and stuff like that. They'll expect us
1: to break them down. Whereas yeah. Andrew were more than happy to have a go and let us have a go. It, the only exchange is it was like a basketball game. It was, yeah, it you was. You try and score, we try and score. Um, even uh, there was an instance in kind of the second half, I know I'm digressing here, but they actually played it out between the two centre-halves and the goalkeeper and I think they try to play it out to the right back, and I thought, fair play. It'd be very easy to just go, right, well, we're well beaten here. Let's just lump it long and, I don't know, challenge the centre-halves, look for knockdowns, try and get in the box. Let's just lump it in there and look to kind of cause problems that way. But they've got a set way of playing. They were rigid, and, like, they stuck to it. I, I thought, I, I thought fair play. They've given it a go, and they've just been beaten by a better team. That's that's ultimately what it comes down to. I, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. I, I had huge admiration for how they played, definitely.
0: Well, that way they played allowed us to get our first goal, partly, but it's also just a generally great move from us. Chango naturally plays a 1 2 with Lembekisa in our half and then starts I love jogging that he starts back up. This. Yeah, it's so good. Ends up at Calum Neuenhoff, who we will get to later because I I, want to have my lap of honour, basically. (laughs) Uh, Neuenhoff drives for 20 yards and finds Grant, who Grant, Forrest and Cochran play a nice one-touch triangle between each other. Cochran drives into the box and just drills it low into the penalty spot, into the on-rushing from the guy who started the move, Lawrence Shanklin's feet. It's Lauren Shanklin, so you know he's not going to miss from there. Immediately, 11 minutes in, we're 1-0 up.
1: This is my favourite goal that we've scored all season. That's fair, I get that. Love it. Absolutely love it. It is scintillating. Lauren Shanklin starts the move on halfway. The 1-2 with Len Bikisa, brilliant. See when you've got the likes of Alan Forrest and George Grant giving it one touch and then round the corner for Cochrane, who just bombs on like he does people queuing up for a pullback in the area and it's virtually on the penalty spot cannot miss in front of the fans magic
0: that's exactly Uh, where I was as well I was in that corner in the stand that we were it was great
1: right up the other side from me and I, just, yeah, yeah. I was genuinely just looking and I was just like, that is beautiful I, if you could if I could have recorded it I probably should have done and I, I, I could watch it back all day I really could, it was it was magnificent, I was stood literally right next to a BBC camera operator as well right. so, like, instances in the second half your view is probably my view if you're watching it on the daily yeah. home but that, oh loved it don't know if it's just because I was there and it was nice to take it in or just... and you're
0: in a you're in a ground that you've never been to before yeah, kind of thing yeah like the
1: novelty and everything and just yeah I do the run that we're on like the fact that it's under the gaffer and it, it was a starting start and now we're just purring oh I just oh, loved it absolutely loved it and the perfect view the perfect start albeit you mentioned the three Audrey corners, but we'll look beyond that. That's fine, I um, guess. <laughs> and I think for jambos of a certain vintage, I said it when the tie was made, I think this put a lot of minds at ease. <laughs> because that the longer that fair. we left it in search of that first goal, the more doubt starts to creep in and you just think all it takes is a second for them to go up and score a goal. Um, well,
0: they, they tried to. he scored the they, first
1: and it was beautiful.
0: They very much tried to because that was in the 11th minute. In the 13th minute, Airdrie just immediately come forward and a miscued cross goes just past the post. That was Bro- a lot Arlo- closer Arlo- than folk thought as it well. <laughs> because again, was.
1: I, I was thinking, oh my god that's nestling in. And then you just see it sail over Gordon's bar. Oh, thank god for that then, that, then, then the, the doubt that I'd said yeah. that had just cr- escaped everybody's minds instantly goes back in and you think oh my god if there's one team that could piss this away it's going to be us
0: <laughs> it's us absolutely that
1: wasn't the case
0: well former Hearts man Nikolai Todorov tr- got on the end of a Hancock cross but Gordon does really well he makes a great, great save. save a very good save uh, from the ensuing corner Hancock crosses it, uh, gets crossed in sorry, and Hancock heads it onto the bar and you're kind of like, okay. to starting starting wakey, wakey. Exactly. And I think in that moment, so that was the 17th minute, Gordon then takes it short and plays it to Kingsley, who plays it to Cochrane, plays it to Halkett, and they're just kind of pass it about, taking the sting out of the game. And then Craig Halkett just is standing and just goes Fuck this. As Neil McCann said in the sports scene, he was like, it's the Super Bowl tonight, I'm just going to play a quarterback-esque Patrick Mahomes throw and he just plays an unbelievable 65 yard pass over the top of everybody except kenny vargas who's seen it and asked for it running onto it, it who's a touch admittedly isn't he amazing right? yeah <laughs> but he manages to get a form of a shot away it's saved by josh ray and goal but he just pushes it onto Vargas, who, as he's rolling, it hits off him. It, 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 it's very unfortunate. However, not unfortunate for us. No, the we wee egg doubles the lead for love and life. <laughs> what a ball.
1: Unbelievable. And again, because of where I was in the ground, I was right behind it. And it was just a missile. Beautiful. The pass is excellent. The run, superb. Honest to god, MacIver, if that was John Stones playing it, like yeah. everybody down south would be beside themselves. Um, that's maybe why Craig Halkett was in the team. Yeah. Having <laughs> having criticised the selection, um, but no, a brilliant ball, and I, I'm really chuffed for Lee Vargas as well. I, I'm I'm going to learn Spanish as soon as my course is done because I'm just <laughs> obsessed with that young man. I really I really like him. I he, I think this probably typifies him in that. His speed to get in behind is fantastic. The touch is, with all due respect, criminal. But he doesn't give up on it. He persists. Like, I like the wee guy. Like, say what you like about him on the ball. I know that he's going to put a shift in. And he had to work hard for this. He's made a brilliant run. He's fortunate with the finish. But do you know what? Let him just do his little celebration and dance after it. He deserves to. Why not? I was, I was, I was considering copying it in the stands. So you crack on me, man. I loved it. I love you. Um, yeah. What a guy. I'm, I'm obsessed. I hope we exercise the option and buy him on a permanent.
0: I mean, he's doing Star Wars force chokes. and as I've just demonstrated, it, a Star Wars tattoo has appeared on the YouTube version. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of it anyway. Um, my and his name's Kenneth. How could you not be exactly? A fan? He's a I Costa mean, Rican called it's Kenneth. Rica. <laughs> it's great. Um, my dad made the point as it happened that he couldn't remember a heart centre half making a pass like that until my brother, Keir was like it reminded him of Sibic's pass against oh. Aberdeen for Smith in the 5-0 Great shout.
1: Great shout. so fair and play to Keir for remembering that immediately a Yeah, that's but a it, good it's one. just
0: it's just amazing and then Right, this this is the victory lap oh, moment. Oh god, here we go! So, I thought you
1: were going to talk more about th- this goal and like other similar goals for like centre passes and no, 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 long snappy. No, no, no. You, uh, Fuck something that. that is so like defence heavy, has just neglected all that because you just want to talk about this bloke. So who
0: cares? The, the floor is yours. Airdrie take kick off, and immediately lose it again, and basically, <laughs> Callum newenhoff wins. Speaking about earlier winning the ball back shankland starting the move and then finishing it Neuenhoff wins the ball back and switches it out to Cochrane, who was given the freedom of airdrie in that first half especially he plays it back inside to grant who gives it back to Neuenhoff, who did what he did all night basically turned and just drove with a ball for about 25 yards Gets to the edge of the box, he's got options. I was obviously on the further side away from him, and where Shankon is, and we can all hear Shankon just screaming it up front, he passed it. He sets one defender down, he sets another defender down, and then as he winds his leg up, I just quietly hear my dad go, all right, you better fucking shoot then. And then he does, and from the edge of the box, 22 yards out, much like he did against Dundee, much like he's done all his goals in his career have come from the edge of the box. Callum Neuhenhoff triples the lead. We're cruising at this point. But, Callum Neuhenhoff turned into Zidane in this game. He was outstanding. The best player in the park by mile. And as I was saying on Twitter, I stuck my neck out in the line where we did our pre-season predictions. <laughs> and made it very clear that I thought Neuhenhoff was going to be signing the season because I saw that one Leeds friendly where I was like, he looks good and then he took a bit of time to settle. Some people were like, he's the worst player in this team, (coughs) which is pretty mental. I don't understand where that shout ever came from, but he was having a a good game one week, quiet the next week, getting dropped out of the team and stuff like that. I don't know what's happened kind of since the turn of the year, if if it's just Naismith's put He's trusting him, so that's giving him confidence. He's more settled now. But Callum Neuhenhoff is slowly becoming one of my favourite players in this team.
1: I've been dreaming all day about our number eight Callum Neuhenhoff Oi, oi, oi! When he's on the ball, he's fucking
0: magical Callum Neuhenhoff Oi, oi, oi! That's the tune. (laughs) I didn't know what the tune... So he messaged me that, (laughs) listeners. (laughs) After the game was so quick to do so. And I'll be honest, I had no idea what the fucking Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm That's a here. To hear it. And I didn't care what the tune was. But I liked it. And I like it even more now that we've actually Great. heard the song.
1: I don't know if it's because of the Darts Mania and the fact that I'm going on Thursday night to the hydro to watch it. Um yeah. He deserves a song though. We need yeah. he needs a song. He's been really good recently, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, nice to see a mad goal stays, Gabe, as well. That's I know. Nice, nice nice, for Hearts to have a player that will actually like pick it up on the edge of the box and just dare have a go. Okay. It um, was really good uh, against Airdrie. That's that's exactly, exactly what we want to see. That is the type of central midfield performance that, yeah, I've certainly been craving because whilst it's been Benny and him in front of the back four... My concern has been creativity, whereas here, I don't think like I feel like the vast majority of his passes were actually forward and trying to make things happen, as opposed to the usual to Benny or any member of the back four. Um, really good, controlled it, bossed it, whatever you want to say. Um, yeah, just a, a top top performance. He he probably typified like Hearts generally in this game we're like it could have been a banana skin you, you could have questioned are they up for it um again perhaps the trolls played a part in that I, I I don't know but again like this uh, any doubt that we had turned into this was firmly put to bed inside what 20-25 minutes yeah. um which was fantastic you know me I love I love when hearts got off to a fast start and yes Ergy had a couple opportunities. It would be naive to suggest that they didn't. But to essentially have the tie wrapped up with less than half an hour on the clock is... I just... I long for that. I crave it, MacIver. It's very
0: unheart. Yes. Isn't it?
1: Which is why I love it so much, I think. I don't know. That's yes, very, very uncharacteristic. Um, but we were honestly purring. I felt like Derek Adams when he said that Ross County murdered hearts in the first half. It was very much like we actually are murdering Airdrie here, which is yeah. great to see.
0: Uh, at this point, the next main thing was that Craig Halker had to come off injured, which we spoke about. But sure. to put a positive spin on it, it was really good to see Rolls back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, very much. I think uh, it's actually a, a bit of a selection headache now.
0: I know. Who,
1: who drops out? It probably is Kingsley, isn't it?
0: Yeah, but he's been outstanding really this exactly. season. Exactly. So,
1: like, so what? What happens? Yeah, I, I really, really hope that we're beyond a three at the back. I, I know. Just, I, I know. Hope that we've moved on from that. You can't drop Kent because he's our best centre half. Like I say. Yeah. Does Rose come back in? Like it's, I don't know. I,
0: it's I a good was, headache I, to have.
1: I, listen, I'm not complaining one bit. I'm delighted yeah. that we've got these problems. Um, but just goes to show how strong it is. If a guy that starts for Australia at centre half can't break back into this into this team, we're we're actually looking really good, really
0: yeah. good. Uh, Neuwenhoff again skips away from his defender and plays a ball into the box that is met on the volley by Alan Forrest. However, it's saved by Josh Ray. I actually and thought then... it was a really good
1: save. It that. is a good I, save. I, I thought I, when when Forrest is there, it looks like the right back comes over to basically block his line of sight i think it's a really good stop and forrest was really unlucky
0: yeah there was flies in the airdrie ointment though it wasn't just all plain sailing because if did get a go back they continued to work the ball down the left hand side as they had been all day pretty much whenever they had the ball hancock who was central to everything positive that they did swings a ball in that is met by the smallest man on the park adam frizzell who heads it past Craig Gordon. We're actually just speaking about Kingsley. He's quite poor for this. Lembekiza doesn't stop the cross. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Hart, though, was saying that is a right laugh, and I really like him, but I'm terrified to see him play against the old farm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, as
1: much as I think he's an upgrade on Atkinson, is it only offensively that we've seen that?
0: Maybe. yeah I don't actually think he's an upgrade on Atkinson defensively which is worrying um, yeah
1: because I, I yeah I don't well
0: I, maybe I'm no not... because he's only going to be here for the last few months and we've, we've got third so fuck it
1: yeah it's, it's more for the latter stages of this competition yeah exactly that's a good point <laughs> yeah um, but no I, I, yeah I, I do agree with you I'd Maybe this is just Kingsley's. Maybe the curtains coming down on Kingsley staying the team now, as, as we said. Because of this um, one goal, I actually think it's a really good header. You know, it is. It's a good goal considering where he is, like yeah. his position in the box to get it across Craig Gordon in that bottom corner. I just think it's a phenomenal header. Um,
0: and yeah, they they rocked the boat a little bit. Yeah, they did definitely. Sort um, out. My dad made the joke that at this point xander clark would be turning to naismith going listen i can they all want them but that's two games no clean sheets so like i need to be coming in with my 11 clean sheets or whatever it is." But well,
1: again depends how you look at it because the two goals that he's conceded in the scottish cup have been, both been really good really good goals. the james craig one is an absolute worldy <laughs> and this is a decent header from adam brazil so it's not like it's been like he's dropped the ball and the strikers just poked it in yeah. these are actually like decent efforts yeah that's um, true but it's, it's just it's the cynical the cynical mind of the footballer I guess I wouldn't be surprised if Xander Clark did just
0: like annoy the gaffer <laughs> with that I, just I, look I would. at N- make come contact with knees and just raise his eyebrows kind of be like oh well alright I better be back in for Motherwell <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um Shankland has an effort that he skied well over the bar, almost out of the ground. That was a laugh. <laughs> Sorry, why are the Airdrie fans jeering that? I don't, I don't know.
1: I don't get it. Like I, I really don't. don't. I've watched it back countless times, and I think like like I don't blame like it would have been a ridiculous goal. I don't blame him for necessarily taking the shot on, but why? Why are you jeering that?
0: I just don't know. Uh, and then the last action of the first half Neuenhoff and Forrest link up well again Forrest gets into the box but his effort is tipped over the bar this time by Ray and goals that takes us to half time it's 3-1 we're loving life basically
1: yeah despite conceding one um, looked in total control for the vast majority of it and we're playing some really really nice stuff like I say so yeah I I don't know if it was to our detriment like simultaneously that we just raced into that but like yeah. you know how tough it is when teams will race into an early lead and they sort of kill the game dead you then think well that's it really like this is this is as good as done anything else is just an added bonus I very much felt like that as soon as they pull one back bizarrely not not mm-hmm. when we were 3-0 up but when they pull one back it was like alright I can't really see them getting a second or third here so this is as good as done do you, yeah. do you know what I mean? It, it was very funny in that sense. I didn't. I probably felt more calm after they'd scored because, like, I just—it was like a gentle reminder or like a wee wake-up call. But I knew it was done. You knew it was done. We all knew it was done. Really, it was just a case of maybe introducing a couple new bodies and giving players game time that might not necessarily get it too often. And yeah, just giving people a chance. Letting, uh, ultimately, seeing what they can do to try and secure a place in the team and displace those that performed really well out of the team.
0: Definitely, and as a result, the second half, there isn't a whole lot to talk about. Lembekisa hits a decent range eh, effort from range, which is just punched away Absolutely. by Ray. Eh, Tagawad as well, he win the ball back in the middle of the park, it then plays about by Neuenhoff, Grant, Lembekisa, who plays it through to Shankland, who does well, he holds off the defender, back heals it to Alan Forrest, but it's hit over the bar and then pretty. Yeah.
1: Sorry, continue. No, I was going to say you could talk about Tagawa.
0: Yeah, I thought I, I thought it was I, a game where in the industrious side I actually saw more from him than I've seen before. He was getting about and ads like this, winning the ball, mm-hmm. um, offensively it, again. It was like, on ball,
1: wasn't it? it just,
0: yeah, it's not again. It's not I, coming it, off. It was his birthday. It was his birthday. So fair play him. <laughs> um. I do appreciate someone... I I apologise if you're listening. I can't remember who it was. But someone said on Twitter that it was like, it must be hard for them where the team's absolutely flying. Pretty much everyone else who's coming in is playing well. And you maybe play once every five or six games for like 20 minutes. Strikers are often players who play on confidence. You can't really get confidence if you're getting 20 minutes every six games. So... I'm not. I'm nowhere near writing them off or anything. I'm just like I'm. I'm going to be interested to see what. Because listen, I'm interested to see what this whole team does in the summer when we lose Shankland. Like it's going to be really interesting. And obviously say that it, doesn't Maciver. Don't say when. That doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's the reality <laughs> of the situation. All right. Um, we will obviously recruit in that area, but I'm not gonna. Right tago off. I don't think he did much offensively, but he, even that, he won the ball back, which oftentimes he's not done. Even that,
1: I was discussing this with one of the boys that I obviously volunteer at the junior club at, he, and he's a defender. He was talking about coming on as a defender. I said that must be horrible. I would assume that coming on as a striker, unless you're seeing out a game. And you're a big target man to kind of hold off defenders. I don't think you've really got anything to lose as an offensive player coming on. Because ultimately, you you basically are trying to either become the hero or give the manager a selection headache. That is he, true, he right? You didn't really do either.
0: But that's true on an individual level. I think that's hard to do when the rest of the team around you is going we've got this one, so I'm no going to play I any... I know,
1: like, like, players obviously drop their level significantly yeah. knowing that it's in the bag, but I don't know. I think he, he would view it as an opportunity of, like, I could maybe get a goal or two here and maybe prove to the manager that I'm in contention to be brought on more frequently or even start, God forbid, if anything happened to the main man. I, I would be ready to come on in. <laughs> but the,
0: thi- the thing is, though, he didn't come on for him. I thought the substitution yeah, for was Vargas weird. Yeah, Vargas is weird. Yeah, unless Vargas D- is hurt. D- and just uh, that's not what I was going to say.
1: Did he pick up a knock? I,
0: I was know, too busy because... too for
1: my two pies to notice, I'll be honest. Well, no.
0: like In the game, he definitely did not
1: Because I got my phone out. I, the tannoy was terrible. I was like, who's, the was who's, awful. He, who's he come on for? And then I see that it was for Vargas. So I was like, right, okay. this a bit of a weird one. I just... I then thought that Forrest might occupy a central area and just let Shanklin and Tagawa play up. But, yeah, he's, he's not a winger. I mean, I, I no. thought he did all right in that area. Um, yeah, yeah tra- he did exactly what expected. And, uh, yeah. I expected. I don't know. like he, he sort of hustles and bustles, doesn't he, Tagawa? A yeah. Bit? But, I don't know. It just... It's, it's such a curious case. Because, yeah. like, we've spent decent money. He's arrived with a decent pedigree. Send a four-year deal. Yeah. And we've not really seen anything from him yet, which is... As much as our recruitment's been good with the likes of Lembekisa, only just now Neuenhoff, for every Lembekisa and a Neuenhof, there's a tag a grant. Yeah. I just think I it's... Think,
0: I think it's kind of hard to do, especially because, well, maybe the week is probably... Sewn up, so maybe you give Tagawa but Shanklin's then speaking about like I want to hit 30, I want to be doing all these things. He's as determined as can be. Exactly. So I would be interested in this hypothetical world to see Tagawa with like a five game run as the, the split, striker. To see. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like, Alright, okay. Here's a few games where you're just even if it's just coming on at half time, again, I still know that's an issue, but I'm not going to judge him until I see him have a proper run. Yeah. Which is... Listen, I, think...
1: I, I don't want to come across too harsh or nothing. I just... Oh, no, just not yet. Like... I think a
0: lot of other people are, though. A lot of people are just being like, right, that's it, he's shit. I, I,
1: just, I don't know. I just felt like this would have been perfect for him because... Like, yeah, that's fair. You've just, like... Surely your contribution can only be a positive one given the commanding position that we're in. I don't know. Like, there's no... There's no real tempo to it because it's done. So it's a lot more lax. You can just not chill per se, but certainly nobody's nobody's expecting you to come on and just, I don't know, grab a hat trick or whatever, but a contribution would have been nice. I just,
0: I don't know, just uh, it left, me, left me
1: a wee bit underwhelmed.
0: That's fair. And in fairness, when you're comparing them to this guy, everybody feels underwhelming because it's
1: just a disgrace
0: if it wasn't already the game is put out of sight in the 73rd minute as Scott Fraser who came on with Macaulay Tate who by the way he's not mentioned anyhow so I'll say it now I just made a point because I knew the game was done I made a point of tracking every single time Macaulay Tate passed the ball out of however many I think it was about 45 he misplaced one pass baller love you Macaulay Tate
1: serious um, great news as well for him signing that contract extension before we, amazing. Before we go on that, great I to the, see don't know how the hell we've done that but fair yeah. play whoever's done that because that's that's a sensational piece of business it really intrigued to see what he does next year
0: yeah absolutely and then the guy who came on with him Scott Fraser gets his first contribution in a heart shirt as Thanks, yeah. he plays through Shankland who dinks the keeper to make it 4-1 the funny thing about this obviously we've given them quite a lot of praise in this episode for his team, Reese McCabe and stuff like that. Hilariously, Reese McCabe is playing Shankland on about five yards, and Reese McCabe is the only Airdrie player asking for offside, despite him being the reason that Shankland is a mile and a half onside. Great finish. He's now on the twenty-four for the season.
1: <laughs> How mental is that that you say that? in the heart centre forward, it's...
0: and we're in, and we're in February.
1: <laughs> but like. How mental is it? Full stop. Yeah. You to be saying this at any part of the season, like I, I've ran out of superlatives, McIver. I just I love the guy. I honestly have. He's the striker that we've needed for our entire lives. And you think it's a case of when and not if? (laughs) I just there's a small part of me just that will be shattered once. You th- what once what you believe will happen will happen, yeah. So, just let's just go to this real Ferdinand clip, just enjoy him, man. <laughs> enjoy him <laughs> while he's here because this finish, like, it's, it's oh, ridiculous. Oh, there's so much that he could do with it. He could drag it to the keeper's near post, it could just open it up and sort of coolly caress it into the bottom corner, it could blast it but the, oh, the audacity like that is just it's a man in form even yeah. even the ball that is behind the goal that he then just back heels off <laughs> in his celebration what is it like that is just a smooth operator yeah. what a guy
0: so, I love him so much that was the end of the game the only other highlight is Nguyenhoff Again, spins in midfield, plays through Alan Forrest, whose effort just goes past the post. However, 4-1, a potential banana skin ended up being an incredibly comfortable game, which, hopefully, we will take this confidence, take this confidence from this ridiculous run that we're currently on onto the weekend where Stuart Kettlewell's Motherwell arrives in Gorgate on the back of interesting league form. So I checked it there. They've, they're actually unbeaten in the last five games in the league however, only two of them are wins, three of them are draws and one of them was an absolute mauling of Ross County and <laughs> Sorry, the other one
1: they didn't look oh, yeah. like a team on Friday night that had just beaten Ross County 5-0 in, in I was the just about league. to
0: say, I, I totally forgot oh wait, yeah, the last game was Morton. <laughs> however, they are as this podcast goes out they are playing Aberdeen and Potaudry so anything could happen but in the league, of their five unbeaten three of them are draws and the two wins are against the bottom two, both at home so considering our form, we are the most informed team in the country we have every reason to be confident every reason to expect a win do you feel that that will be the case? 3-0 hearts clean sheet, again so that answers your question so Xander yeah. Clark is racking up those clean sheets he's again. Racking them up. Although feed the bear and he will score. Um, well, he's now suddenly decent.
1: Yeah. <laughs> one of the more bizarre uh, summer acquisitions of the Scottish transfer window has actually proved out to be a decent a decent player. Yeah. Um Is my man Halliday ineligible for this one? I'm assuming he. Must I
0: be. don't. I saw some people speaking about that. I don't think he's eligible. I think yeah. he will be missing the game. Um. So that's, that's a bonus.
1: Um, they got what they deserved on Friday for dropping him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was the only change as well. Lennon Miller coming in. Um, yes, I, I'm feeling very confident. Even even the fact that, obviously, we did lose to them at Castle earlier on in the season, but their goal scorer that day, Callum Slattery, is out and has been yeah. for a wee while. Absolutely, They're a different mother wall yeah, than, Absolutely. that, that absolutely arrived no last time. Why we can't comprehensively beat Motherwell even the 2-1 at Fir Park I, like their goal arguably couldn't and shouldn't have stood that day Um. so I, th- I thought we were really good through there so let's have a really good performance at, at home and yeah just keep marching on, that's what it's all about
0: Three So you're going
1: 3-0 racking them up, racking up the points racking up the clean sheets feeling really confident, so Come back to me next week. <laughs> it's been an absolute horror show. When it is
0: three 3-0 to Motherwell, it's just an absolute nightmare. <laughs> the Theo bears at a hat trick. Exactly. Yeah. Is Abika still there? Yes, he's
1: just, Hi, he came Abika. off the bench Friday night. Yeah, he's Abika just back from injury, score. so just just back in time for just us. Just in
0: time. Um, that's what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go three one us, but Abika scores because <laughs> it's the who, most predictable who you thing say for
1: scorers for us.
0: I am saying Lauren Shankland, uh, Carl Newenhoff, edge of the box, and first goal scorer Alex Cochran. I wanted him to shoot so <laughs> fucking badly. When <laughs> he got on the list? Right. I was like, "Go, just shoot, mate." Did I'm you in have front dough of on you. it? Yeah. Yes. How much? This <laughs> my usual two pound. couple of quid. What What price was he? Eh, uh, forty 481 to one, First goal. Yeah. That's what he is most weeks, eh? I'd be devastated on a shot. He used to be, like, 8.81. When my first couple of bets came up and I was sticking £2 on, he was 8.81, and then the bets were like, oh, no, wait, he's an That's attacking fullback that gets into the box on his own. Let's aye, slash these You don't see a
1: poor bookie, exactly. They, they'll exactly. actually want it eventually. I'm going to go for a Shanklin brace, and... I'm going to go Weavergas again. Right. If
0: he starts. Love to see it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Cochran, who this week announced he's going to be a dad. And very much so. Everybody, everybody to took. From the fact that he announced it in a heart stop, everyone's like, so he's staying, yes. Whereas I went, no, that probably means he wants to be down close to family, and there's a higher chance he's leaving. Don't but, do this to yourself, man. Don't. I know. Like, just, we'll cross that
1: bridge when we get there. Yeah, exactly. Rio,
0: just enjoy him, man. He'll be leaving with a Scottish Cup winner's medal, it's fine, nice. it doesn't matter. Nice, I like it. Right, we end as ever with the quiz. Now, I, I haven't actually Drenuous. even told you this. The reason I was ever so slightly late to recording, because oh I forgot I had to do the quiz. So this quiz finished <laughs> 90 seconds before we joined this call. So this could Jesus. be an absolute shambles. But, okay. as ever, well, that's got great. multiple choice, two normal ones, true or false, and who am I? So, first question. Right. Hearts scored four goals against Airdrie, away from home. But when was the last time... Hart scored at least four goals away from home in a competitive game Jesus We've done it loads in friendlies <laughs> but when's the last time and again if this is incorrect Hart starts or someday I was doing this very last minute so I apologise
1: I'm going to guess Auchin Lake Talbot
0: Correct Nice Very well done yes I, I couldn't think of any others so i just went with the first one that popped in my head nice, and then start. um the last league game where we did it could you get that as well Jesus. i just had this as like a because in case in case you were going to go i've got the league one but i don't have the general one the last
1: league game be under Levine at Hamilton that, That's the only one I could think of.
0: In the four, top four flight... Or more. In the top flight, you're correct. But Rafe we beat Wraith 4-0. Okay. Yeah, four four yes. When they GMS was nil, running we? well. Yeah, literally yeah. back-to-back 4-0 wins. So, one from one.
1: Not bad. Not bad at that. all.
0: So, hearts have become known in the recent weeks as a second-half team. But, true oh, or good. false... In all but one league game in 2024 Hearts have scored a goal between the 53rd and 57th minute Not the season just the league games that we've had In so all in,
1: but one?
0: In all but one
1: That's very specific
0: In Between the 53rd and 57th minute
1: But could I be falling into the Owen Beck trap?
0: Remember what's the said, bo- oh yeah I, yeah. Bit, you, you, I was like could
1: I, yeah could, could it be too obvious that it's not I see <laughs> that I see. sense
0: yes I did I do see what you mean yeah I'm gonna go true it's I've false, kinda so. done you here it's false oh, because it's in every game in 2024 Oh, <laughs> oh that's stupid <laughs> so I've got them all as well Livingston Kenny Vargas scored in the 54th uh, minute. Dundee, Cal Neuenhoff scored in the 57th minute. Aberdeen, George Grant scored a penalty in the 56th minute. Hold on a second. Dun- what
1: was the question? Did you not say till the 55th
0: minute? Or something? No, 53rd to 57th. All oh, right, Carry on. <laughs> I panicked there. I was like, shit! Say it wrong. Uh, Dundee again, away from home. Alan Forrest scores in the 55th minute. And finally, St Johnston, Shanklin scores in the 57th minute just, just love that opening quarter hour that <laughs> oh, four minute period to yeah. an obsessed with. but um, yeah shout out to my former manager Tash who excitedly messaged me going I've got a question for the quiz oh i got like, you Tash, I love it but yes, so one for two and it was kind of a bullshit these are not you get the that's second fine.
1: technicalities, they've they outdone me in this quiz ever since I yeah, they have. It, so it's so fine
0: Question three is your multiple choice.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Much has been made of how strong our defensive line has been this season. But how much better is our goal difference this season compared to last after 25 league games? Are we one goal better off? Are we two goals better off? are we 3 goals better off or are we 4 goals better off so we're better off we've got a better defensive record this unfortunately is just
1: a, a total stab in the dark
0: i tried to find out the actual number of goals we've conceded i have it for this season but i couldn't get a league table at the time yeah, it's, to it's show tough, me
1: like because you need to know like the fixture to then try I go, and get the BBC article and then you get the yeah. as it stood and all that and stuff and that
0: doesn't show that shows yeah. goal There's difference like but it doesn't show and, yeah, goals the yeah. against so unfortunately I've only got the goal difference and you can't
1: kind of be asked to tally it all up when you make it 90 seconds yeah. before we come on air um. exactly
0: <laughs> if I had ours I would have been like right I'll get through this hold on total
1: stab in the dark let's go for I was going to say two but I'll say
0: three the answer is one Just the one, really? Just the one. Currently, our goal difference is plus 11. This time last season, it was plus 10. Wow. Okay. However, we'd scored less, I think, and conceded more by this point. We're doing better in all aspects this season, not just goal difference. So, final question. Hearts have won the last two games against Airdrie in our lifetime. Uh But this past weekend, being one, and the 5-0 that you referenced last week, being the second... But what was the score in the first game between the two sides in our lifetime? Oh my god. I know this because I was at it and I remember it. It was at Town
1: Castle. (laughs) Thanks. I'll even
0: give you the year if you want. 02? August 2008. 2008? Yep.
1: Jesus, at Tynecastle. Castle. Oh, I don't know. Three
0: nil. The game finished nil 0 and we lost on penalties four three.
1: Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. It's been yeah, exactly. absolutely shocking. Quiz, <laughs> really shocking is the fact that we couldn't beat Airdrie in two thousand
0: and eight. Exactly. So,
1: what was that in League Cup?
0: Yeah. August two thousand eight. Of course, it was. Of course that was it was a birthday in the cup. That was a birthday present for me. Wait, I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be my fucking air tree. Love that. What was that? So, 08-09 then. Jesus. Who's yeah. that guy for then? Shaba. Shaba. No. David O'Bo missed a penalty, Carapidas missed a penalty. Lovely.
1: Anybody Lovely score? stuff.
0: I can't mind who scored, I just remember who missed. So who am I?
1: That was horrific. After that such a awful. sublime start, that was awful. <laughs> you were like, I did the flying. polar opposite is to what Hearts did at the weekend.
0: And the polar opposite is what I did last week. I got the first question wrong and then the other three right. You got the first question right and then the yeah, other three thanks, wrong. Thanks, mate. Next question. Can you pull it back with really? who am I? No. I'm suddenly panicking that we've done this before and I actually mean this. I actually think we have done this before. Oh so, God. this could be a laugh. But don't let that influence... Again. We might not have and I'm just right, okay. panicking. Okay. So... I exclusively played in Scotland professionally, but did play elsewhere at a non-professional level. I made my debut for Hearts in a Scottish Cup tie. On my league debut, I scored. I was at Hearts for several years, but loan spells and injury limited my appearances. Who am I? (laughs) That look was incredible. You looked like you wanted the ground to open up and swallow you. Can you repeat the clues, please? Yes, of course (laughs) I can. I exclusively played in Scotland professionally, but did play elsewhere at a non-professional level. I made my debut for Hearts in a Scottish Cup tie. On my league debut, I then scored... And I was at Hearts for several years, but loan spells and vast time spent out with injury limited my appearances.
1: We're just going to do what we always do. And
0: what years did they play for Hearts? They played for Hearts between 2005 and 2011. Jesus. I could
1: have sworn that you said on the last episode that you were going to have a who am I within the last seven years.
0: Yeah, I did. I forgot. i i remembered That's that fine. halfway that through fine. my phone. Uh,
1: this, is, this is exactly what I'm competing with. <laughs> Honest to God, 2005 to 2011. Ah, oh, no worries, mate.
0: <laughs> These were your most informative years as a Hearts fan. Bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> 2005
1: to 2011. Jesus Christ! And you you played exclusively in Scotland at a professional level. Yep. Went down south. Well, no, you didn't say that. But I get the impression that... Mm, I've got Callum Elliott in my head for some reason, but I don't think it is. Okay. I, I um... Did I just ask for a list of clubs? I think I do. Because nothing else is popping out of me. Yeah, let's go for the list of clubs, please, McIver. In order, if you don't mind.
0: So, Hart and loathing between 2005 to 11 and right. because i've made this hard i'll even give you this every other club in scotland is on loan
1: right okay so
0: he's at hearts but i'm going to name all these clubs but his his parent club is hearts during all okay. this livingston queen of the south dunfermline wraith wraith Blythe spartans
1: Blythe spartans he left hearts to sign for Blythe spartans Jesus H! Now I have no idea who it is.
0: <laughs> I think, and I'll even give you this as well. Hold on, yeah, he he left us on a, Like he left us as a free agent, and signed for Blyth. They were part of the Conference North.
1: Jesus Look Like nobody is popping out
0: here. At all. I'll even give you this as an extra clue. You definitely know this person. This is not a Fitzroy, this is not uh, Steve Simmons, this is not one of them, this is something, you know them. 2005 to
1: 2011? Who did you say the lone clubs were? Livingston, Dunfermline, Queen of the South. Livingston,
0: Queen of the South, of the South Dunfermline, Rafe, Wraith. Wraith. Wraith,
1: Wraith. And nobody after Blythe Spartans, no?
0: No. Not according to Wikipedia.
1: Because Callum Elliott played for that mouse hole or whatever it was and Laurie was absolutely wetting himself on scars around the funnel and not <laughs> Oh, Jesus, wept. Blythe Spartans,
0: man. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's going Fuck to Fuck it, head. I'll even give you this. The reason he signed for Blythe Spartans is because he went back home. He's from Northumberland. Oh, Jesus
1: God.
0: I I can't give you any more clues. I I could give you one, but it would spoil the thing. I appreciate it. Where was Jamie Mole from? Let's
1: go for Jamie Mole.
0: He's done it! It's Jamie Jamie (laughs) Mole! It's
1: Jamie Mole! Well done! Jesus, that was random. the the clue
0: i was going to give you was he started a game that was very historic because obviously he started away at AK athens in the champions league
1: oh my god i have no idea where that came from we've not done jamie Moore, i don't think
0: i don't think we have but i I suddenly panicked there so yeah 42 appearances across six game uh, six years how many goals jinky got in those six years well 42 games
1: 42 games
0: Five. Four. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so... He scored it, more for his loan clubs than he did at Hearts. Yes, by a mile. Doesn't surprise me. Um, So, he made his debut for Hearts in the Scottish Cup tie, and he actually played against Livingston in the run-up to the 05-06 Cup win.
1: Bloody hell.
0: He then made his debut, he scored against Inverness at Tynecastle in a 4-1 win. So, it was like 4-1. Oh, hey, right, 2006. Right, nice. nice, like it. And then, yeah... He was at Hearts for several years but he was loaned out for several times and he just kept getting hurt. Um then he spent the remainder of the 2010-11 season at us but just never played. <laughs> he just never made an appearance.
1: I was trying to think who would leave around that time. Yeah. Who and who then, did
0: Kevin Kyle
1: displace
0: Yes, exactly. forward? <laughs> exactly. So we then announced in May 2011 that Mole wasn't going to be given a new contract. Uh, He then had trials at Hamilton and Gillingham then started training Bizarre
1: duo of clubs I know
0: started training with Wraith and then signed for Blythe Jesus Like big Dan Byrne and he was playing with Dan Byrne
1: It wasn't actually was he?
0: I think so Dan Byrne played for Blythe Spartans around that time No way Let's see uh, when Dan I'll Byrne be honest, McIver,
1: I don't give a shit about the rest of the quiz. The fact that I've just randomly plucked that from thin air, I am more than happy with it.
0: Oh! That. Dan Byrne left play spines in 2010. Mole signed oh, no in October 2011. Oh, man. What However, a <laughs> He played against Dan Burn because Dan Byrne moved to Darlington, which was in the National League North, so he would have played against them. That's but yeah, it says that Jamie Mole hasn't. Like, that was his. My fucking. I had a sudden shock when I was like when was Jamie Moore at Brighton but I'm on Dan Burns new your page. page um, it says that he hasn't played so he left Blythe in 2012 so when he was it 25 was... he just stopped playing football that can't be right surely because he's 35 now
1: oh don't I watched Open Goal the other week there and David Templeton was on and I, I was thinking to myself I fucking loved temps when I was growing up or whatever then he said that he was 35 I then messaged my dad yeah. I was like dad I feel ancient David Templeton is 35 he was like it's worse when you like players are however much younger than you I'm just like oh no this is horrible We're getting old man
0: but yeah it says on um, transfer marked it says his last season was the 11-20 if
1: anybody's got any links to Jamie Moe do feel free to message the podcast and we'll get him on
0: There's this is an incredible start he played one game for Blythe Spartans between 2011-2012, and, and it was the 90 minutes in the FA Cup. What the hell? Against who? I'm trying to find out. Uh, Gateshead. They got beat 2 now. <laughs> what the hell? It's a derby as well. That's so random. But yeah. Well done. You got you got the first and last questions right.
1: Thanks the three in between important. were absolutely woeful um, yep. but yeah we, we take it we move
0: well let us know if you did get Jamie Moore as well and let us know if you did enjoy this episode if you did please leave us a review on your podcast platform of Joyce it massively helps us out if you've been watching us on YouTube please leave a like comment and subscribe we are Perth to Paisley on all forms of social media perth to paisley at gmail.com if you want to fire us over an email Adam where can they get you on all the socials
1: uh, you can get me watching uh, the highlights of AK Athens Away at Adam T. Kendall, what about yourself, mate?
0: Now, at DMACIVA22, we'll be back next week to discuss all the fallout from the Motherwell game and any other part of that happens between now and then. If Kami Devlin just gets hurt again when he's <laughs> training to come back, anything else that happens. But until then, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Come on, to